two men escaped prison and went right to an IHOP. The Winnie the Pooh horror film has been canceled in Hong Kong. And a man died and then told his doctor he went to hell and met the devil. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's get right to it. I got some weird news for you. You know it. Two prisoners broke out of jail and went immediately to an IHOP restaurant where they were caught. For those of you living outside of the U.S. and may not be familiar with IHOP, it stands for International House of Pancakes. It's a very popular breakfast spot here in the United States. They have more than just a huge array of pancakes. They offer various breakfast dishes along with a nice extensive lunch menu that you might want to check out if you ever visit here. Um, You might want to lower the bar on the quality. You know, it's not the greatest breakfast you'll have in your life, but the IHOP experience is wonderful nonetheless. If I break out of prison, I would consider going to IHOP for my first meal. Now, let's find out why these inmates chose the IHOP. Perhaps they thought the extradition laws didn't apply at the International House of Pancakes. (laughs) Perhaps they were requesting asylum at the IHOP. Let's learn a little bit about their motivations. I mean, it might be something as simple as just prison coffee is horrible. And they were like, let's get some real coffee. Meet me at the IHOP, bro. Okay, so let's get the details. According to the Newport, Virginia News Sheriff's Office, we have two inmates who were missing during a headcount on Thursday. Their names are John Garza and Arlie Nemo. Um, Now, according to the Sheriff's Office, this pair used some primitive tools, including a toothbrush, to dig a hole out of their cell, and then they scaled a wall in order to make a, what they're calling, daring escape to the IHOP. A representative of the prison is quoted as saying, We have two men who began to exploit a construction design weakness utilizing primitive-made tools constructed from a toothbrush and a metal object. Those tools facilitated their access to untied rebars between the walls. Once gaining access to the rebar, they used it to further make their escape and get onto that house of pancakes. So the two men break out, and then they make it to an IHOP seven miles away in the neighboring town of Hampton, Virginia. Uh, Now, here's a funny detail. Across the street from the IHOP is a Waffle House. So I'm sure there was a conversation on where to get their pancakes slash waffles slash coffee, whatever. And they, they opted for the IHOP. And I think the IHOP should take this opportunity to create new slogans. You know, maybe like IHOP, number one with escaped prisoners. Or IHOP tastes just like freedom, don't it? Now, you're wondering how they got caught in the IHOP. Well, apparently it was citizens who saw them and called the police. We have a quote from Sheriff Gabe Morgan. Moreover, I'm thankful for the citizens who observed these two, Garza and Nemo, at the IHOP and immediately notified law enforcement. It just reinforces what we always say here at the police department. If you see something, well, shoot. You might as well say something. The two men were arrested at 3.30 in the morning, seated at their table, coffee in hand, according to a police spokesperson, and they gave themselves up peacefully, it turns out. And uh, I think now we have another great idea for a prison break movie. You can call it The Short Stack Redemption. Come on, guys, that's a good, come on. Nothing on that? I get nothing on that? Come on, that was good. The Winnie the Pooh horror movie has been canceled in Hong Kong. Were you aware that there's a Winnie the Pooh horror movie? 
It sounds totally weird and outrageous. I'm going to have to watch it. It's a slasher film. It was made in the UK. It's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It was scheduled to be released in Hong Kong this week, and there was supposed to be a screening last night, but it was canceled for technical reasons in Hong Kong. But we know the real reason is probably something else, because what you have over there is Chinese censors. The Chinese censors have in the past targeted the film's main character, originally conceptualized by the English author A.A. Milne, due to the comparison of the bumbling bear to President Xi Jinping. I've never heard of this before. The comparisons began in 2013 when Xi visited the United States and met his then-counterpart Barack Obama, and some online commentators seized on their likeness to Pooh and Tigger. Some people have used the image of Winnie the Pooh for President Xi to signal dissent. This is no doubt the reason why the censorship committee in Hong Kong has harped on it. They have a new censorship law in Hong Kong, which came into effect in 2021. Since then, films have been prevented from being shown in the Chinese special administrative region. The city's censorship law bars films that, quote, endorse, support, glorify, encourage, and incite activities that might endanger national security. This law sets out punishment for anything deemed subversion, secession, and or colluding with foreign forces and terrorism. Uh, obviously, the character of Winnie the Pooh brings to my mind terrorism. So, It's not so much that the movie's a slasher movie. I'm sure they allow a lot of horror movies into Hong Kong. It's just that uh, over time, there was some likeness online between the president and Winnie the Pooh, obviously. And that man is butthurt by it and doesn't want to deal with it. I got news for you, though, President Xi. Just because it's not coming to your country doesn't mean it's disappearing. Now, it says, since the laws have gone into effect, two films were recently dropped from Hong Kong's International Film Festival uh, after failing to get approval from the censorship authorities. The cancellation of the Winnie the Pooh film comes as Hong Kong hosts the upcoming Art Basel Contemporary Art Fair with Hong Kong authorities excited to promote the city as a vibrant cultural hub. Oh, lovely. And we, uh, we don't allow all art in our country, but we're very vibrant. We're a vibrant cultural hub that likes to control the art. <laughs> so vibrant. Well, I mean, no doubt you'll be able to see the movie over there. It'll just have to be in an underground basement with other dissenters. And I think one major point we can take from this story is that, uh, well, I am, of course, very thankful to be living in the United States, a place that I make fun of quite often. And maybe you live in a place that has more freedoms than other countries. And, you know, you got to appreciate that. At least I can see a slasher film that stars a fake bear, you know, and that's pretty cool because I like weird, weird art. Just if you happen to be living in a place where Chinese censors control the sort of media that you have to take in, just be careful watching this imaginary bear slasher film because if they catch you they might slash you you know i heard they do such things or you just disappear don't you just disappear in china just people just disappear no one knows where they go sign up to the economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology you'll get the weekly digital edition online only articles curated newsletters on politics the markets science culture and china 
and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Yay! A patient was pronounced dead, came back to life, telling everyone that he met the devil. There are many people who have near-death experiences. And these people believe they've seen some sort of afterlife, sometimes even heaven itself. That's pretty common. When someone comes close to shuffling off their mortal coil but doesn't quite join the land of the dead, they often have vivid descriptions of what might be awaiting us all on the other side. Although scientists have told us there's really no possibility of a life after death when we do eventually go, the number of people who have experienced something is actually rather large. Some people say in the time when their life has been in most danger, they've heard voices telling them it's not quite their time to go. Others have even written down their afterlife experiences to make sure they don't forget. However, one man who was pronounced dead by his doctor after being stabbed says that rather than seeing a bright light and some benevolent feeling of coming home, instead, he saw hell and he met the devil. A doctor on TikTok explained that he'd encountered a young man in his early 20s who'd been stabbed in the heart after being involved in a drug deal that went wrong. Not willing to let the man die, the medical staff took the victim into surgery, kept him from losing too much blood, and treated his wound in his heart. The doctor recalls the man waking up four hours later and crying, claiming that he went, quote, straight down into hell and looked straight into the eyes of the devil himself. The man claimed he had an out-of-body experience at that moment. He could actually see the doctors working to save his life. Having never prayed before, the man gave it a try, at which point an angel reached down and pulled him back up from the depths of hell. The doctor in the video was explaining how he remembered how clear this man had been at that time. The doctor said, quote, well, it was the most amazing experience because he was legit. I mean, nobody makes up an experience quite like that. And, you know, funny, the last I heard, he's completely changed his life, this man. He gave his life to God. No more drugs. And I still, to this day, well, you know, the look in his eye when he woke up, the terror. I'm absolutely convinced he did, in fact, meet the devil. Now, this isn't the most outlandish description of the ongoings of hell. Last year, someone medically died on the table, came back to life, claimed they visited hell, and that in hell, there are demons torturing wrongdoers by singing Rihanna songs, which to me doesn't sound like much of a torture at all. To me, real hellish torture with music would be having to listen to that Christian rock. I mean, have you heard that crap? Oh, man, someone needed to tell them that was a bad idea. The whole Christian rock stuff. Now, you probably know that not everybody is as convinced in the existence of hell and the devil as these people are. A retired priest once claimed that the church made it all up to control people, which could be accurate. But at the end of the day, unless we actually go there and come back, we're never going to know. Any of you have an afterlife experience that you'd like to share? (laughs) There's got to be at least one of you who's had one of these experiences. Did you visit hell? Are they playing baby shark on a loop? What's going on down there? Is it one giant IHOP in flames? I'd love to know what's awaiting me in hell. Please don't hesitate to call the show and share 646-450-2012. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I want to briefly say thank you for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News. This is the outro where I give you certain instructions. For instance, tomorrow is Friday, so that's Florida Friday. Only going to be doing news from the state of Florida. So if you got some weird Florida news from this week that you would like to share with me, uh, you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can tweet it at me, at funnyjones, or you can drop it in my DMs on Instagram, at funnyjones as well. So yeah, we'll be doing Florida Friday episodes tomorrow. For those of you who have never heard this podcast before, on Friday we only do weird news from Florida. Uh, If you're just joining us for the first time, make sure you consider uh, subscribing to the show. It's a good way to make sure you get to check out the Florida Friday show. And then if you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. That's the thing you can do. You don't have to run and write a bad review. You can unsubscribe, and then that's that's the end of our interaction right there. Uh, But some, what can I say, some people have pathologies. Anyways, if you guys would like to support the show and support me and my pathology, it's pretty easy. Uh, join the Patreon. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News or just click on the Patreon link in the description of the podcast. Everything can be found at the website weirdafnews.com as well. And you can call the show anytime, 646-450-2012. I love to hear from listeners. And... uh, I will publish your phone call if you would like. If you would not like me to publish it, please say so in the message. Please don't swear too much either, all right? Let's keep it light. Let's keep it cheery. Uh, 